Welcome to the NLP Talks podcast, bringing you inspirational stories along with a good dose of potentially life-changing NLP strategies. I'm Laura Evans, multi-award-winning NLP trainer, and I'm on a mission to help you unleash your potential in business and life. I'm so glad you're here. Pull up a chair, listen in, and let's get started on revealing more about this transformational NLP toolkit. Hey, how you doing? I hope you're really well. Thank you for tuning in for the next episode of the NLP Talks podcast. I am, of course, your host, Laura Evans, and the lead NLP trainer here at unleashyourpotential.org.uk. And I cannot wait to reveal the transformational story that is our guest today. Without further ado, let me reveal today's guest is the lovely Kelly Liddle. Now, Kelly had decided well before day one of her NLP practitioner course that she'd had enough and that she wanted to get out of her own way. She wanted to get rid of the stuff that was holding her back and was stopping her from being her best self as often as she knew she could be. She shares with you how she felt lost, how she had a really noisy, internal, critical mind chatter, and how NLP and the training she did with me helped her to kick all of that into touch. She describes her NLP training a little bit like a wrecking ball going into the wall that was her problems. I assure you, it's not that brutal, but I do think it was an amazing metaphor. On the podcast, she's going to share the difference that NLP made for her as a learning and development professional. She's been sought out to now work with the senior executives in her organisation because of what she does and that they want a bit of that over with that team. And of course, NLP forms quite a big part of what she does and language and the linguistic change. She has, of course, also set up a coaching business herself, which she fits around her family and her full-time job. And she shares how she does that and also shares some of the amazing results that her coaching clients have got since she has been working with them as a master coach. So without further ado, let's cut across to Kelly as she explains just what life was like before she found NLP. Before NLP, I was happily married, got a lovely wife, Lisa, got an amazing son, Lennon, and I had my dream job. So I just landed a job with learning development as a trainer. I'd been wanting to be a trainer crikey, for 13 years. So I'd literally finally reached that goal. And I was, well, I thought that I would be good and happy and be able to really enjoy life and, and save in the moment. And what I found instead was that I had all of these things and to, you know, to all of the people looking in or perhaps knew me or work colleagues, like I, I had a great life, but there was something not quite right. There was something that just, and it, it, it bugged me. It really, really bugged me. I would have days where I'd be on top form, best version of Kel on top form. And then I'd have days or, or weeks where it would just be a real grind to 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 get through the day and to to even be present and really enjoy what was going on around me and it it was just really strange it was really really strange I thought I had it all but I just didn't yeah it was bizarre looking back very bizarre now and it is funny isn't it when you look back through the lens and go back to actually what was life like 
And and as you say, on the face of it, to a lot of people, you had the dream life. You had the job, you had the wife, you had you know family, you had your son, um, and, and yet there was something not quite right. I'm wondering, like looking back at that now, c- could you put your finger on like a specific reason, or you know specifically what was it that wasn't right for you before? I think if I could look, if I could say now, I mean, at the time it was just playing out as I was down, low mood, and and like literally, I'd be the last person to know about it. Like people would be like, Lisa would come up to me, and go, "Are you okay? You're a bit quiet. There's something not quite right." And literally, it'd be breaking news. I'd be like, "What? What? What? No, I'm fine. Everything's all good. I don't get it. What are you want about?" And um, it was so strange and it was so surreal. And I read so many personal development books. I was like, I've got to, I've got to get this sorted. Like, I'm a trainer. I'm into personal development, and I was literally obsessed. I'd buy loads of books, try and get everything all, all sorted out. Tried loads of different things: exercise, meditation, you name it. I probably gave it a go. And I kind of worked out that actually, all of this stemmed from, from, from my past. Probably more towards my childhood than anything else, for sure. And like, how I remember you telling me the story about how, like, when you would go on holiday with your your lovely wife Lisa, and um, by the way, who I for for those of you listening, when Kelly was on all the courses, she got highly embarrassed because the lovely Lisa sent her the most amazing bunch of flowers. So, Lisa, if you ever watch or hear this, you thoroughly embarrassed her in front of everybody, <laughs> and you achieved your objectives, and she was so chuffed. So, so I feel like I know a little bit about about, about Lisa, but. You know, the, the whole thing about, um, I just had to get that in, Kelly. I'm sorry. It's not part yeah, of the it's plan, fine. But it's I all good. To it. And um, I, I, no, anyway, being serious, you know, like there is a whole piece. I don't know about you, but, you know, the living in the moment thing is a big challenge for so many people. That whole thing about we know that maybe our mind is running off with us or our feelings are running off with us or something's going on. But, yeah, it's that feeling of I don't know what to do to fix it, and and you clearly had invested a lot of time and money in trying to do it yourself. I'm just wondering, like that whole being in the moment, like tell us a bit more about what that was like for you. So probably the best example to use is is on holiday. Like we were really blessed; we got to go to some amazing destinations and go on holiday. And I think when you're you're in your day to day and you're busy and you're you're in life, you can kind of just you just in it you're just it's like a whirlwind isn't it and then when you go on holiday it's like okay stop pause enjoy and for me it was like stop pause and then this just ridiculous internal critic inner critic chatter always negative always critical and it was honestly it was relentless and as much as I wanted to be enjoying that moment playing with Lennon in the pool or as much as I wanted to be enjoying that moment where we'd met friends on holiday and enjoying a drink or going for a run or seeing the most incredible scenery that I ever had, like part of me was doing that, but part of me was was just totally, it was nonstop. It was absolutely relentless and it just, it, yeah, it was, it was hard. It was, it's tiring. I think that's probably the best way to, it absolutely wipes you out trying with all your might to quieten it down and then it just doesn't so no. yeah it was um yeah it was weird being inside my head was was a loud place loud <laughs> there's a lot going on 
<laughs> yeah, I can probably relate to that a little bit. And I'm sure our listeners can too, um, you know, because like you say, I mean, you, you, you know, you do your best effort. We all do. I mean, it's one of the presuppositions of NLP, isn't it? We all do the best we can with the resources we have available. Absolutely. And then we go off to try and find better resources and different resources. And then maybe they don't meet our expectations. And, and then you're like, well, what do I do now? Like, you know, so I'm just wondering, Kelly, like, like, what was the pivot point for you where you kind of went, enough's enough, I can't do this anymore, something's got to change? Probably lockdown. I think lockdown um, was, of course, so challenging for so, so, so many people. And, um, you know, looking back now, I was blessed. I was furloughed. So I was secure in that sense. And um, I got to homeschool Lenham, which you would think as a trainer, oh, that'd be really easy. <laughs> it's not so easy with your own little boy. But we had lots of fun. But it also gave me lots of time to reflect. And since I'd, you know, kind of got that, that my dream job in training and, and then to have it taken away uh, and I couldn't do it, I was lost. I genuinely lost, bereft, couldn't go and give light bulb moments to, to people, which was my purpose. Obviously very scared because it was a really scary time. It was really uncertain. It was really full of so much instability. So I spent a lot of time listening to podcasts and um, I'd... Um, the lovely Mark Perkins, who you know very, very well, used to work with Lisa a very long time ago. And I'd, I'd mentioned a, an interest in NLP to Lisa quite some, some years ago. And she said, oh, I'm, I'm sure Mark has done something with, with NLP. You might want to follow him on LinkedIn. So I followed him on LinkedIn and he must have been sharing something about the podcast. So then I started listening to, to, to the podcast and to NLP. You'll be delighted to know that I also had to go an online course in NLP. <laughs> Okay, so those of you listening, I'm laughing. I really shouldn't laugh. <laughs> wind it in, Laura. Wind it in. So, Kelly, how did you get on with your online course? Well, it tells you stuff, but you can't implement any of it. Like, I remember it setting me an assignment to, like, I want you to go and role model somebody. So sit there and just watch everything they do and just write it all down. And I was just like, what's that all about? Like, that was just, yeah. So I, I got nearly to the end of it, but again, saw no significant change at all off the back of it so um yeah, yeah started listening to your podcast thing, like there. you know we have pre-recorded courses uh like you're describing and we have them and I think you know they are useful if you want to acquire knowledge just like reading a book if you want to learn information they have a place but if you're looking for personal change or if you're actually looking to acquire skills to be able to help other people you need to do a live training course so, yeah, um, I remember you telling me a story and we'll come on to the training in a minute. Sorry, I digress. This happens on the podcast, but it's a fireside chat after all. I remember you telling me when you first we ch first chatted about being on the podcast that you had a bit of a light bulb moment listening to the podcast. And I believe today you've realized a dream that you had. Yeah, so I, I remember listening to the podcast quite a lot. I'd go for a run, listen to the podcast, and I loved it. It was so informative. A lot of people talking about how it had changed their life. And I was like, that'd be quite cool one day if that was me. Like, imagine if that was me one day that I could be on the podcast sharing my story about how I changed my life with NLP. And then like in the next breath, I'm like dismissing it. Oh, no, that won't happen. That won't happen. That won't happen. And then I remember getting your, you know, fast forward a lot, but getting your 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 information to say that you're recording the podcast. I was like that. I'd, I'd had message before I'd even thought about it. I was like that message you straight away. 
<laughs> I loved it. And I loved it. The fact you just, you messaged me and I can't remember the exact words you used now, but it was basically like, I had a visualization before you'd even met me or done any of the courses and you'd listen mm-hmm. to this very podcast. And as you say, heard all the stories and you just had this visualization that one day, how cool would it be to be one of those people on the podcast talking about, as you say, changing your life. And well, here, Kelly, you are here you are um it's a, a bit of a pinch me moment isn't it when things like this it really happen. Is. it really um, is so let's get back to your story so so you've shared with us um kind of what life was like before a bit lost and you know inside your own head not really being able to live in the moment and all of those other things that comes with that bit of anxiety you know all of those things so so you painted us a brilliant picture of what was like life was like for you before you found NLP so then the lovely Mr. Perkins is sharing this stuff and you go, oh, that's NLP, that is. I wonder who he trained with or or like, tell me, well, I don't know. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like, how did you find the courses you did with me? How did you find them? Totally life changing. Like, it is like getting a, I'd been chipping away. If you think of a metaphorical wall of my rubbish, if you like, a wall of rubbish, and I'd been chipping it away like with a little chisel. literally and NLP was like this massive wrecking ball that just completely smashed it out the way it was it is by far the biggest and biggest life change and best decision that I've ever personally made was to to invest my time and 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 my money in NLP and personal training I love it I love it and and I'm so glad you did as well so, so tell me a bit about, so let's talk about some of the courses that you've done and let's talk about some of the differences that they have made to you. So take yourself back to day one on your NLP practitioner course. So you arrive on day one, and I know it's a lifetime away now because you've done all the courses, but but going back to, to the practitioner course, I'm just curious as to, are there any kind of like standout moments from that first seven days you did with me and, and anything that you noticed after having done the course when you were going back to work and back into your normal life? So little mini story before, like literally the first moment when I walked into the room. So you have a load of la- name badges laid out across across a table and I, I pick my name badge up and I've not put it on and someone says to me you're right what didn't know I thought you might be here how are you doing Kelly and I was like I've got my name badge here is he psychic because he can't <laughs> see who this is and he was like do you know who I am and it, it was Mark so that that Mark Perkins who I'd followed on LinkedIn who I'd met on a couple of boozy nights out through Lisa's work um, was there helping you out of course on the on on the practitioner day so that was mind blowing that was the first thing that just I was like that oh. um so yeah um as for things that 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 I mean it was all amazing the things that stood out for me certainly in the first week were the belief changes and the 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 timeline therapy the the belief changes are just just nuts like tell me a bit about that so what beliefs did you identify on the course like what did you work on what did you what did you start dealing with so I very much kind of obviously listened intently to what you had to say and you were like oh some of the some of these are probably the biggies and it's like you know I'm not good enough I'm not worthy I don't trust myself and they were the three that I was like I'm all of them I'm all of them for sure. And just in case I'm only two out of three, I'm doing them all. I'm doing them all. <laughs> Let's not leave any stone unturned. I've invested loads of money. Let's just do them all. And I've, I think I, volu- I definitely volunteered to have a belief change done with you at the front. Oh, did you? Um, oh, yeah, really? yeah. Which was the I, I'm not good enough. And really? um, yeah, I felt I felt I felt different straight away, straight away. 
demonstrate and probably the best way to to demonstrate is the like to dislike i mean i did like to dislike on coca-cola even just saying that word so and then straight after the technique so straight after the technique so basically you go from i really like coca-cola to don't even have it anywhere near me and mark again bless him had a bottle of coca-cola he's going do you not want this then do you not want this and my face i was like and I went to a shop later on and I had to avoid the cabinet with the Coca-Cola on. I couldn't even look at it. And I was like, this is mad. This is nuts. Like, and you listen to all of these podcasts and, you know, I mean, I must be, I must have had to convince myself a thousand times to get onto this course and invest in myself. And you think, yeah, yeah, all right then. And then to actually see it play out is just unbelievable. And for those listening to the podcast, if you don't know what the like to dislike technique is, go back to series two of this podcast. And I did an episode there all about what's called the mapping across or like to dislike techniques. If you want to hear more about that, but for, for just for the purpose of this, this episode to put this into some kind of context for you. So Kelly, how many years had you liked or been drinking Coca-Cola? 35 years, something like that. So 30, yeah, right. numbers. So, I, mean, I probably haven't it in my bottle for all I know, but yeah. <laughs> well, let's go with 35. So for 35 years, you've been drinking Coca-Cola and we then did a technique in the training room on Coca-Cola to make it so that you didn't like it, which I'm going to have a guess if, given the average that people normally take in the training room, I'm going to say 12 minutes. Yeah. I mean, let's drag it out. Let's say 15 minutes. Let's, let's say it took a bit longer and we did 15 minutes. So in 15 minutes, we took something that you had liked for 35 years. And in 15 minutes, we had changed it to such a point that you couldn't bear to be anywhere near it and went shopping that night and had to avoid the aisle where the Coca-Cola was. Yeah. Like, and 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 I just I just want to put that into that kind of context for people because if if this is the first time you you're listening to this podcast or the first time you've come across NLP and you want to understand about fast action results oriented coaching, this is where we're at. You know, in a matter of minutes, you change something that you had had for 35 years. I mean, you also mentioned there a limiting belief of I'm not good enough. I mean, like just for good measure, how many years do you think you'd have that? 30 years. 30 years. 25 years. 25 years, 30 years. I mean, pick a number, right? It's a long time. So let's go 25 years. Let's go on the side of caution. 25 years. So 25 years, you'd had a limiting belief that you weren't good enough, that you've already shared with us, had held you back and had caused you problems. Now, on the practitioner course, we get rid of limiting beliefs in about 14, 15 minutes. All right, let's say we drag it out a little bit, make it 20 minutes, right? Just to be a bit, you know, side of caution. So something you've had for 25 years that we flipped on its head in, in 15 minutes. And when I say to you now, Kelly, what's your view on whether you believe you're good enough? What's your belief on your view on that now? I'm absolutely good enough. I'm totally good enough. Like yeah. Lisa, Lisa bought me this. This was after practitioner, actually. And it says on here, you might not see it, but it says you are good enough. And she bought it me all in good faith, really lovely gift. And she gave it me and I was like, and inside I'm going, yeah, I know. thanks for the gift but I know and and, but that's it isn't it that's it that's you know this is a this is so different what we do to reading self-help books and going off and you know doing pre-recorded online courses and things like that like in 15 minutes you have flipped the limiting belief that you had on its head to the point that you saw that that lovely gift from Lisa and went 
I don't need you to tell me that I'm good enough because I know every fiber of my being, I know that I'm good enough. I just wanted to put them into some kind of context because some people that listen to this this podcast might not really understand the magnitude of what you have just shared in terms of, um, you know, the change that happens with this type of coaching toolkit. It's it's just phenomenal. Now, so so we did so you did the course, and obviously you had an amazing time. I know, and and you know changed lots of stuff about you. So tell tell everybody a little bit about what was it like going back into can I call it normal life? So you you come and spend seven days with me in the training training room, or eleven if you do pack and coach together, um, which I think you did, didn't you? I think yeah, you did, did, you yeah, did both, both together. Yeah, and. Um, yeah. And so you do. So in your case, 11 days worth of training with me all in one go. And then you leave the training room and you go back to normal life. So you go back to your family, you go back to your work and all of that. So just give us a bit of an indication, like what's what was life like for you having had all of that change work in 11 days to then go back to life? Like what was different? What were people noticing in you that was different? Did you get any comments? Like how was that? <laughs> uh, just a few. So, <laughs> so first of all, I think I think Lisa was just like like a bit okay, and I'd kind of done that little bit of a chat with her where it was like, look, I may act a little bit of a different way. Let's be kind to each other, and not quite sure how it will play out. And this is some of the stuff that I've had done, and and all of this. But I was just so much like probably on the outside, I'm quite a confident person anyway. But I was literally energized, like. I was best rate version of Kel pretty much every day. Like I didn't have to think about it. I didn't have to battle anything. I didn't have to like kind of grind out the day and and, and shut the the, the, the the inner chatter up. I found that it quietened down so, so much. And that just allowed me the freedom to, to be the best version of me all the time. Life was just so much easier. And um, I remember going, I was on a secondment at work, but a couple of my colleagues we're just like, so, so what's this NLP then? And da, 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 you know, getting all curious and stuff. And obviously I'd had meetings and interactions and quite a few things. And they're just like that. You're really good, aren't you? Like, you're in a really good place. You're going like, yeah, it's great. Life's great. Life's like so much easier. Life's amazing. You know, like, I love NLP. Like, do, do you like, you know, are you interested in it? Are you curious about it? So yeah. And, and then next thing I know that um, they've, they've got in touch with you, haven't they? So yeah, and and I I will I'll never forget the conversation I had with them. So so as Kelly said, so what happened was Kelly did the eleven days with me. She went back to work, and and these couple of colleagues that Kelly'd been talking to, um, unbeknownst to Kelly or I, had spoken to the lovely Lynn and had booked themselves on our, our two day diploma course. Um, because they, I think it was the diploma course and, um, they, they'd books anyway. So they turn up to me like any other student. I'm very happy to see everybody. Welcome everybody to the training room. And then we do the introductions. And the first one of them to go goes, Oh, well, we know someone you've already trained. So I said, okay, great. Who was it? And they said, Kelly. Um, and this is a regular occurrence, by the way, because so many of our, our students come from referrals from people that have been on our courses, which is testament to the results that people get with us. And I said, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Amazing. And um, and then the other one says, oh, yeah, I work with her and we both know Kelly. So I was like, that's absolutely fine. So anyway, so the day progresses and I happen to catch you know, speak to the pair of them in one of the breaks. And then and one of them said to me, said, do you want to know why we're really here? <laughs> so I said, 
go on. And they were like, well, we were in such awe at the difference in Kelly. We had to come and find out about this stuff for ourselves. Um, And I was like, oh, that's just amazing. And they're like, yeah, but Kelly was already brilliant before she came on the courses. (laughs) But she's just like a different woman, you know, like like she's just oozing with confidence. And she's like this, she's like this new improved shiny version of Kelly. So we just had to come and find out about it. And I did chuckle to myself. And then they said um, before they they left at the end of the course, like, we can see why now. We can absolutely see why. But it did make me chuckle when that happened because it was your transformation, what they had observed in how you were behaving differently at work and how you were coming across at work. And, And I think that's one of the fascinating things that a lot of our students talk about because they go, well, people just seem to notice that I'm like this new, shinier version of myself. And they don't, they're very curious because they kind of go, well, where you've been and what you've you been doing? Because clearly we really like the new version, but like, where's the old version gone? So yeah, so that was the story of, of what happened when I had a couple of Kelly's colleagues, unbeknown to me or Kelly, uh, coming on to the course and what they saw. So Kelly, like when you say life was easier, that's quite a, 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 you know, a lot of people will say that, won't they, after coaching and things like that. I'm just wondering, could you like put that into a bit of context for us? Like when you say life was easier, what specifically was it that had changed for you? I know you've mentioned the internal chatter quietened down and things like that, but I just wondered, is there anything else that you particularly noticed that you were then able to do or, or was different? I think I kind of set started setting boundaries for myself I don't think I'd ever really set boundaries for myself so I started setting boundaries for myself in the sense of you know if I didn't particularly want to do something or didn't particularly agree with something then I would actually voice it and say something and the old me would have just stayed quiet in the corner and then actually inwardly got really frustrated because I'd not taken any action or or voiced my opinion or had gone along with something that I didn't really want to do or didn't really agree with so I think that's definitely something that that that, that was noticeable you know I was making lots more better choices for me I was I was recognizing if something wasn't quite right because you know you know all of this amazing stuff had done and cleared lots of, of, of stuff out of the way and at the same time still life still goes on so there's still bits and pieces there that can trip you up and you know kind of send you off track I was dealing with things that I just wouldn't have dealt with before like we had a house extension going on and I was delivering virtual learning on a brand new system whilst there was an extension going on, um, full on with a load of people that didn't have their cameras on, didn't really communicate. And I just did it like I wouldn't have been able to do that before. You know, my, my, my relationships were, were better all around. My friendships were better. I forgot, one of my friends then ended up going and having a breakthrough off the back of my practitioner as, as well with one of our other master practitioners. So, yeah, loads of stuff. In all corners of, of of and realms of the life were better, just just so much better. And I could be in the moment. I could actually be in the moment and and, and start to enjoy life and know what that felt like, which was amazing. Amazing. Uh, that's just again everything you've just. I mean, like people should listening to the podcast. You know, should not underestimate what that really means. You know, to actually be living your life and and actually being there in the moment. You know, because it's a problem with, that so many of us have. You know, we're either stressing about what has happened or worrying about what's yet to happen. And, and, and it robs so many people of the joy of life, doesn't it? You know, 
So let's fast forward then on to Masterprac. So you mentioned there the breakthrough coaching process, which obviously you learned how to do on the Masterprac course. Now, I'm conscious of time and I want to get to talk about your coaching business and some of the great case studies of people you've helped. But just before we do, like Masters, what was that like for you? Kind of like, how did that pan out? It's next level stuff. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's kind of... You've got some wonderful techniques in practitioner and they're absolutely amazing. I would never, masters is about piecing it all together and trusting your gut. I think that was one of the things that I really came out of it for me and actually has been really helpful on, on my coaching journey. It's just kind of really kind of listening to almost sort of sensing your gut and, 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 and trusting your intuition. Oh, the language stuff is absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And, 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 and karate chopping a board. I mean, who knew that I'd be able to, you know, karate chop a board in half? What's that all about? Like, if you'd have said that to me a few years ago, I'd have been like, I'm not even giving that a go. No, thanks. Amazing. I'll tell you what we'll do. When we release this episode properly, so those of you hearing this on Apple, iTunes and Spotify, what I'll do, if you look in the description below this, I will put the link to the ball break video with Kelly in it so that you can see Kelly smashing her board. I'll make sure I do that because so many people that come on the podcast talk about their ball breaks, but uh, some of our international listeners may not know that on my YouTube channel, there is all of the board breaks. So I'll put the one that Kelly's in for you all. And if you want to listen to it, uh, watch it rather, and just watch it. You'll see Kelly in there. Her name will be on the screen and then you'll, you'll get to see her smash the ball with ease, I might add, almost as if the board's not there. So, uh, so yeah, Kelly, real quickly, I'm, I just want to talk about the language stuff because so as a learning and development practitioner, so someone that, that has a job doing L&D, you're not going to be in a position in your day job. I know you're in the coaching business, it's different, but in your day job, you're not going to be using techniques. Like you're not going to be doing, uh, you know, belief changes and parts integration and timeline therapy, because that's obviously not what your role is. But I'm just wondering, like the language stuff is the stuff that a lot of the professionals, uh, if I put you in that camp for a minute with that hat on, a lot of the professionals absolutely love for, for all sorts of reasons. But the yes, as you say, trusting your intuition, absolutely. I'm actually listening to what is and is not being said and being able to accurately work that out and deal with that, you know, is all part of it. But of course, Masters is a 14 day program of which four days are dedicated to advanced language skills training, linguistics training to help people become way more influential, you know, much better able to help people. So we call it, for those of you listening to the podcast, we refer to it as conversational change. And it's this ability to have a conversation with someone and have them see things differently without a technique, but just in a conversation. And a lot of our master practitioners, whenever I ask them, so we'll ask Kelly this in a minute, but a lot of our master practitioners go and turn around and say to me, but Laura, I just open my mouth and it kind of comes out. And because so much of what we do at Masters is unconscious learning, like all of it goes in. And, you know, many people have said over the years, Laura, it was almost like I opened my mouth and you came out. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm awfully sorry about that. <laughs> but Kelly, just on that point, in your day job, which you mm. still do, to be clear, uh, with everyone, you still are an L&D professional, um, you know, doing all of that. I'm just curious as to whether you noticed a difference in that part of your life. Yeah, so as part of the, the the secondment that I was on through, um, I was delivering a new system. 
So I had, as I said, I did it on virtual learning and the majority of people had no cameras. Majority of people didn't have their mic or didn't have a mic or didn't communicate. So my language and my tone was pretty much all I had. And that was, um, I think it's made me a much clearer communicator, much clearer communicator in the sense of, you know, focusing on what you want people to really consider and think about. And also, I guess, putting my L&D hat on, I think previously I was very much around, let's teach them something, let's tell them something, let's tell them this, and then they'll go and do it. When actually, I now wear my coaching hat and it's sort of a blended approach and I kind of facilitate them so and, and kind of ask them questions and it's intuitively knowing which question is going to get the light bulb moment in them and that I found that to be to be really really helpful and, and I guess to put some context on it before I was doing very much management coaching and today I've just come back and uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing some more sort of looking at our executives and, and, and higher leaders in the business and going to be delivering training to them and that's off the back of of being able to communicate a clearer message and, and get the results that that they guide the guys need rather than what I think they need. Oh amazing what an accolade though to your you know, your skill as as an L&D professional, as a trainer, as a facilitator, that they've sought you out to say, actually, we need some of what you've got, Kelly, and we need it now over here in the senior team and with the exec and and all of that. And, it, and it's interesting because a lot of the professionals we have in our community don't really call it NLP. Like they don't go, oh, Kelly, we need your NLP skills. But they, they, they often, I don't know how they said it to you, but they often go, what? We need a bit of that. Whatever it is you're doing, we need a bit of that over here. Um, and in my head, I go, yeah, you mean my NLP skills and my NLP knowledge. But of course, they don't know that because, because all people care about is the results, right? So they've obviously seen the results that you've been able to deliver with the, the, the previous cohorts that you've had. And that's often how it happens. They go, we want a bit of that over here um and then but by the way can you work with this group now and it's usually the more senior team and and things like, and, and the way you laughed obviously means I think probably you had a similar experience <laughs> yeah definitely it's definitely like massively increased my credibility in my day-to-day role they're asking me to do co- business coaching as well so very cool very Amazing. cool that's very cool indeed so I want to talk about your coaching business so I think it's always fascinating because, you know, I think some people come to NLP and think it's a one or the other, you know, like I'm either going to carry on in the job that I'm in or I'm going to do NLP coaching. And you're a great example of someone that's carving your own route into the world of, of coaching with your own coaching business and clearly getting some fantastic results with the people that you are working with. But you're still working in an, as an L&D professional and you're, you're building the coaching business to suit yourself, to suit your lifestyle, to suit the time you can give to it, which I just think is always brilliant because it, to me, it's not an either or. It's a that and that. It's not a that or that. And you, you know, you really have started to make some progress. So, so tell us all a bit about the coaching business you've set up and how is that all going? Yeah, so it's called Kel's Mindset Coaching. Oh my God, I love doing it. And I have to say that before I did Prac, I never thought that I would have my own business. And I remember being on Prac and we were doing the timeline therapy. It was in coach. I think it was the coach bit after after practitioner. And I remember thinking, I've got to give this back. I've got to spread this. This is this is so cool. How are they not prescribing this out? Like, what's going on? So, yeah, I think that was when my mind was made up that I was definitely going to utilize it and, and 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 help others. 
And it's very much been, I launched it just before Masters and it's very much kind of a, a, a an evening stroke weekend sort of approach and it's very much on my terms. So I don't want to be so busy with my full-time work and with my business that I miss Len and growing up or mm. I don't have time to spend with Lisa or, or, or you know, could easily I could throw myself into it and then just miss out on all this golden stuff. So I'm very much pacing it out and it's very much step by step. I have managed to to have a few clients and I've had some amazing success. It's so surreal. It's so surreal to give it back. It's a beautiful feeling. Like I can't I can't even begin to 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 describe it when when someone turns around to you and they say life changing and they mean it and you're like that. And they're like and I'm like you didn't I didn't do it. You did it. I just followed Laura's process. That's it. <laughs> I didn't do anything else. <laughs> I did think what Laura told me I had to do. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I, I won't repeat what you say in practitioner. No, no, we won't, the, because there the might podcast. be ears that might hear this exactly. episode. But yes, but yes, if anybody's ever been on a course with me, you'll know that. Um, yeah, I, I put a bit more umph and flavour behind that. But but yes, but it but it's true. It is true. You know, and I always say to people, you know. I'm just the tour guy. I'm just the tour guy. I know how to help you. I know these processes inside out. I've done this with probably thousands of people now and helped them change their life. I know this stuff works. It has worked for me. It's worked for all the people that I've helped. And there's no reason why it can't work for you too. But I am just the tour guide. And we do that, don't we? We spend a lot of time correcting our our coaching clients going, that wasn't me. I mean, I don't have any special powers. I just know what to tell you to do. And as long as you follow my instructions, you're going to get the same result as everybody else. Why would you not? You know, but I think you're right. That feeling when someone opens their eyes, when you've just done a technique and there's like, it's as you say, it's so hard to describe, but this is like a look. And it and it's, it's a look of kind of, I have absolutely no idea what just happened, but I feel amazing or I feel different or whatever it is. And and like you say, you sit there and I mean, it's a special feeling, isn't it? Like, honestly, I, I often say to people, you know, like I do it for the feeling. I don't do it for the money. Yes, I need to pay my bills and I have a nice life, but but I do it because I want to change people's lives and because I want that feeling. I feed off that feeling that that I get when I help someone. And um, yeah, I, I agree with you. It's so hard to put into words that feeling, that feeling that you get when you've just helped someone. Have you got any examples of some of the clients? Because I know you've been busy helping quite a lot of people, although I know you don't do it full time, but you've done a huge amount in the time frame. Um, are there any kind of clients you've helped where you could maybe share a little bit about what problems they had and how you helped them? Yeah, so there's a there's a couple of people I guess to talk about, and and, and I probably won't t- put too much context on it. But mm. I had someone who knew exactly what the issue was, um, knew exactly what they wanted to do. So they knew where they were now, they knew where they wanted to get to, and they pretty much knew the technique that they wanted to do as well. So they knew that they wanted to to do hypnotherapy with me, and it was very much around their their diet. And um, I did one session, like one session. And within 20 minutes of the person leaving the session, they had texted me to say they had noticed a change. Yes. 20 minutes. I was like that. Huh? What? Like, you only just left? Like, yeah. And they'd already noticed a change in this unhelpful pattern. And, and that still rings true today. 
So yeah, they're still benefiting from from that change. And I think that's the really important thing to know as well is that it, it's long lasting. Yeah, it's quick. It's it's an amazing. It's transformational, but it lasts. And then I guess more recently, I had someone who a few challenges in their in their life, and uh, and we we kind of came to an agreement that timeline therapy was 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 probably the the best approach. And oh my word, they changed in front of my eyes. Like over the space of six hours. They changed in front of my eyes. They walked out a different person to how they'd walked in. They were smiling. And I waited a while for the just to settle to kind of have a bit of a follow-up session. And they were like, oh, my God, I've been so looking forward to speaking to you. Everything's amazing. It's so cool. I'm so happy. I was like, cool. It's just surreal. Just surreal. You can't can't beat it. And, um, yeah, I I genuinely look forward to, to doing it again and again and again and again and just creating some light bulb moments in people and 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 then letting them go so yeah bring it on and it is it's it's just it's phenomenal and and as you say you know it, it a lot of us that do this don't come into it to make money yes a lot of our students go on to make a good amount of money from it um and you know have part-time or full-time coaching businesses absolutely they do but actually it's about helping other people it's about changing, you know, changing people's lives and, you know, one person at a time, uh, you know, we can make this place a better place and we can help people live the lives they should be living and not being held back and not playing second fiddle. You know, I mean, I was talking to the, um, to the um, practitioners that I had last weekend on the online practitioner course, you know, and I said to them, if there's one wish I have for you, it's that you get out of the back seat of your car that is your life and get back in the driving seat. You deserve to drive that car. You deserve to create the life that you want. You deserve to have everything that you could possibly dream of. The only thing that stops you is you. So the question is, are you willing to play full out? Are you willing to do what it takes? Because I am. And if you meet me with that same level of determination and desire to want to change, then there's absolutely no reason why we can't help you, you know? And I just think it's, yeah, it's phenomenal. It's, as I keep saying, it's just hard, isn't it? It's hard to put into words what it feels like to be able to be a facilitator for someone else, being able to get those kinds of transformations and, you know, the grin on your ear, your face from ear to ear when you help people is just phenomenal. Um, so I just don't know what to say. I'm I'm just in <laughs> awe at what it's done for you. Like here, because of course NLP is content free. So um, if you're a regular listener to the podcast, you'll be used to me saying this, but I don't know half of all of this in- information until these guys come on the podcast with me because NLP is content free. I don't know a lot of uh, people's backstory because I don't need to. It's one of the great things about NLP is that we don't have to share all the content. We don't have to share all the detail. But then when I get lovely people like Kelly that come back and go, well, actually, this is the difference it made for me. You know, or this is actually how I'm now helping other people. Like there's, a, I think I mentioned this on the podcast on, on um, episode two, the previous episode to this one. You know, I have a personal mission to positively impact 50,000 lives while I'm here on this planet. And I can't do that on my own. And nothing makes me happier. Um, literally nothing makes me happier than hearing our master practitioners like Kelly sat in front of me going, and here's just two examples. And I'm sure there are a whole host more, but just two people 
you know, and you, you unbeknownst to everybody that comes on my certified training, you kind of, um, without your knowledge, get recruited to my mission <laughs> because, because I can't help 50,000 people on my own, but I can through all of you amazing practitioners. So yeah, I'm just so, I'm so chuffed for you and what you've done for your life, but I'm also so chuffed for how you're able to help other people. And, you know, I just know that you are going to be one of the most amazing coaches and people are going to be so lucky to have you as a coach. So, um, yes, I have nothing but pride. I had a little hand, a little hand. Happy to help. Happy to help. (laughs) Bring it on. Bring it on. She's like, come on, 50,000. We got to get 50,000. Come on, let's go. Um, so, um, So, Kelly, if someone has heard your story today, and they kind of think to themselves, you know, I can really relate to what Kelly's talking about. And I'm in a similar place and I want a bit of what Kelly's had. And I want to look for a coach and they think maybe you're the person to help them. Tell tell us a little bit about if people want to get in contact with you, how would they do that? Like how would they get in contact if they wanted to work with you one-to-one? Yeah, so the main way of contacting me would be via my uh, Facebook page. So that's Kel's Mindset Coaching. So just drop me a message on there. And then alternatively, uh, you can get me on LinkedIn as well. So uh, look for Kelly Little on LinkedIn and yeah, drop me a message, drop me a comment and we'll have a chat and we'll see what we can do. Amazing. Amazing. And if you're listening to this and you haven't got a pen uh, to to note any of that, if you look at the description below the podcast, you'll see Kelly's name. So you know exactly how to spell it so that you can find her and seek her out and then, um, yeah, see what she can do to help. So Kelly, if there was someone listening to this podcast and they're on the fence about NLP and maybe a bit like yourself, have tried all sorts of things to help themselves. And for some unknown reason, they've ended up listening to this podcast episode today. And they're a bit like, should I, could I, and all of those things. Like, what would your powers of wisdom be to that person that was in that very place that you were before you came and did NLP? I spent so much time on the fence. I think my bum hurt. So (laughs) that's the first thing to say. (laughs) Be brave. Be brave. I remember having a, a, a conversation with Lisa and, and, and talking about the, the course and, 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 and all of that and, and, and what it could do. Be brave and, and, and trust your intuition. If everything's telling you that this is a viable option, just do it. Just do it and, and find the best person as well. Like I spent a lot of time being convinced that Laura was the best person and, and, and she was absolutely the best person for me. So, so, do it and, and find the best person and, and be brave. I love it. Because as the saying goes, if you've always done what you've always done, then you'll always get what you've always got. And if you're at that point in your life where you're thinking there has to be more to life than this, or like you said, you felt lost, like you were looking for your purpose. Like if you know that you're capable of more than this, then NLP or not, you have to do something different. Otherwise, life is going to carry on the way it is. And there is only one person that can change it. And that's you. Um, So uh, that would be that would be my little my two pennies worth. So Kelly, thank you so, 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 so much for coming on the show, because I know it's late in the evening and you've been at work all day. And now you've spent all of this time talking to me this evening and your time is precious. So um, thank you to your family for letting me have you for an hour. Um, (laughs) I love them dearly and I love you too. So thank you so much. And it's been genuinely so interesting to hear your story and to hear 
your take on things and also to hear about how you're helping these people in your own coaching business now. So thank you so much. And thank you for being so open and honest with everybody um, about that, because I'm not sure the old Kelly would have said all of that. I don't think she would. No, I think she would have run the other way. (laughs) She pretended there was a technology fault and wouldn't have even been on, probably. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. So to wrap up the podcast, as we always do, I'm going to fire some questions at Kelly. So I'm going to do my little... Uh, drum roll. Um, Kelly has absolutely no idea what I'm about to ask her. I don't tell any of the guests what I'm going to ask at the end. So this is genuinely like off the cuff. She has absolutely no idea. So Kelly, I'm going to fire a few questions at you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Are you braced? She's like, whatever, Laura, just ask me. Um, (laughs) So Kelly, if you could go back and give your 18-year-old self um, some advice, what would you say to her? Great question. I think the first thing I would do is I'd give her a hug. Yeah. And I would say, it's going to be okay. Trust your gut. It's probably what I would say. Amazing. I love it. I love it. Do you have a favorite quote or a favorite saying um, that you that you think is, is worth sharing? I've got one up here on my wall, actually. Go on, Go on then. You ready? Yeah. So it says, uh, you don't have to see the whole staircase. Just take the first step. Oh, I love it. Amazing. Amazing. What a good one. That is a good one. If you could sum up your experience here with us at Unleash Your Potential in just one word, what would you, word would you use? I mean, I'll let you have two if you need to, but, you know. I, the word's life-changing could, could spring to mind straight away. So let's let's use that. Amazing. Amazing. Well, Kelly, thank you again so much uh, for coming on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure to have you here. And again, thank you again for sharing everything with you. And um, if you're listening to this podcast and you want to go and seek Kelly out, go and find her on LinkedIn or Facebook and chat with her and find out if she can help you because I'm sure she can. She is a master coach and a master practitioner and she's got the whole skill set I've got in terms of NLP and timeline therapy and hypnosis and, you know, will I'm sure be able to help you. So go find her on social media and uh, do that. So final things just for me to say are thank you so much for listening to the episode. Um, I'm always hugely grateful for all of the listeners that we have right the way around the globe. In I can't remember how many countries we get heard for every episode now, but it's uh, well over 150 countries for every single episode. So hello to you wherever you are in the world. And thank you for taking time out to listen to this. And I hope you are as inspired as I am about what is possible with this toolkit. If you are interested in finding out more about the NLP courses, um, then please head on over to our website, www.unleashyourpotential.org.uk. The great news now is we are running our courses in Cardiff, as we always have. So if you want to train with me in person, then you can. Um, In the last 12 months, we had someone fly over from Egypt to train with me, to fly over from Ireland, flown over from Australia. So if doing it in person with you um, is what you want, then you can do that. But we also in 2023 are going to be offering our courses online live via Zoom. Not pre-recorded. I will not do certified trainings pre-recorded. But if you want to do it live uh, with me on Zoom, then that option is there as as well. So which is super exciting. So um, yeah, Kelly, again, thank you so much. And thank you uh, for inviting me. Honestly, I've loved it. I've loved it. Dream come true. A dream come true. Here we go. Tick, another dream. She's been on the podcast just as she wanted to. So anyway, everybody stay safe, look after yourselves, and I will see you back here 
on the NLP Talks podcast with my next guest very, very soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.